Professor Brain Brown's research shows that vulnerability fosters good emotional and mental health. It is a sign of courage. We become more resilient and brave when we embrace who we truly are and what we are feeling. The Vulnerable Scientist Podcast is a space for scientists to tell their honest and authentic stories. I am your host, Saranya Kerry, who happens to be a scientist, informal science communicator, and I help scientists create personal websites. If you want to support this show, go to www.patreon.com slash thevulnerablescientist. You can also follow this podcast on all social media platforms at TV Scientist Pod. Tell us about the highs and lows that you've faced, maybe starting with the lows that uh, you haven't mentioned throughout your journey. All right. Highs and lows. Where do we begin? I think I've... I've, I've yeah, I've, you've mentioned I've, I a lot. mostly about highs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and some right. lows. Now let's talk about lows. Mm. Okay. Lows. Let, let me start with uh, lows. Lows... No, I think I actually talked about it when I mm. talked about imposter syndrome. Yes. And that, that for, when I look back in hindsight, that was the ma- main law for me. Mm. I doubted myself a lot, especially in the in the beginning, mostly because of the en- environment where I was, was very, very intimidating. Mm. I was moving from mechanical engineering. I was in the same space with people from aerospace. They They knew so much about aerospace. I was researching an aerospace project. Mm. And so I was learning essentially so many mm. things I had never seen, apart from some introduction topics that we did in, in mechanical engineering, mm. aircraft engine. I was I was interacting with it for the first time when I was doing my PhD. Mm. I was learning so many things at one go, and I, when I look back, that was main law. So a, a great deal of imposter syndrome was injected in my system because of that. I doubted my abilities. I doubted whether I could do it, mm. mostly because I didn't. I was learning so many things. I was learning the core of aerospace engineering, mm. but also I was learning how to do research, mm. the process of literature reviewing, mm. the process of making sense of a complex project, the process of eating your elephant, if mm. you will. You know, the how do you eat an elephant, right? The, that question of how do you eat an elephant. It was an elephant in front of me, and I was mm. learning how to eat that elephant. Mm. So all those things kind of combined, and it, it was tough. I have to say, there were many days There were many days in my first year when I would wake up in the morning, mm. I would take my breakfast, I shower, mm. I open the door, and then I close the door, and I come back to sleep. I just did not want to go to the lab. I did not want to see anyone because I was super, super aware. And I would say I, I was in that conscious incompetence. I was just mm. super aware of how much I needed to learn mm. and that people people seemed to know what they were doing. Later, anyway, I realized that everyone was dealing with their mm. own de- de- their, their own imposter syndrome in yeah. different degrees. Mm. But that was much later. So that's number one law. Mm. I, and another law, which I think for someone who moved countries, mm. I was coming from Kenya, different language, different culture, predominantly black nation. Mm. I was going to the UK, developed country, different culture, different weather, different predominantly white nation. Mm. And I suppose adapting to all those all, all those spheres of life, uh, weather, food, making friends, different life altogether was also challenging especially mm. in the beginning but anyway just like anything else you 
time helps you to navigate mm. and I settled in and it was all okay but initially it was really tough mm. another law related to research I would say another law is when I moved from but uh, thankfully by this time I'd learned like I mentioned I'd learned that, that how to deal with imposter syndrome mm. and I knew it's not me it's not my abilities it's mm. the process mm. so when I moved from my PhD area where I was starting to be a mini expert mm. into a new research area within aerospace researching satellite fuels, mm. I it kind of reminded me of my first year of PhD and I was struggling a bit. But mm. thankfully, this time I knew that I, I'm, I'm back to I'm I'm back to um, conscious incompetence where I'm I'm trying to to learn so much mm. and and catch up to be able to to talk about the topic to be able to write conference papers, research papers on the topic. Yeah, those were the main. Uh, Finance-wise, I didn't really struggle. I've Mm. been lucky. But Mm. I I know finance is another thing Mm. for for PhD or even postdoc. So Mm. my PhD was entirely funded by Rhodes Scholarship, and I didn't struggle on that sense. I didn't have to think about my finances. Mm. And my projects were fully funded, I think. Mm-hmm. Most of them, so I didn't. I didn't even write like uh, grant proposals and things like that. So most of my time, I just concentrated on my research, which was a blessing. Mm. And my current postdoctoral research is also funded by a fellowship, a generous grant from Schmidt Science Fellowship. And I've never, I have not thought about r- r- grant finances. writing and things mm. like that because they've been finances. So mm. I've been blessed on that side. Thanks for saying that. Mm. Okay. Is there any other high yeah. that you didn't mention when you were talking? Oh, high. Maybe just um, it's really high for me is moving from one continent to another, mm. to another. Because mm. now from, one, from one, Africa to Europe, now to US. Yes. Mm. It's opened. It's opened my mind in ways I had never imagined. It's also expanded my career possibilities a great deal. Mm. And I, I would say that's another high. Now I'm really, where I am, I'm really flexible career-wise. I've learned so much. I'm so diverse because I can go back to what we, what is conventional mechanical engineering work. Mm. I could do what is aerospace engineering work. Mm. I could work in the U.S. I could work in the U.K. I could work in Kenya. And I just like that. And also interacting with people different diverse people mm. diverse in terms of academic background mm. diverse in terms of culture diverse in terms of religious beliefs and other and all the other diversity uh, things mm. it's changed it, it feel, i just feel like it's made me a better individual Do you want to learn about the strategies for enrolling, thriving, and excelling in a PhD program? Dr. Gladys Ngetich has written a book on the PhD journey with lessons from various PhD students across the globe and from her lessons as an ex-Oxford PhD student. Dr. Gladys is now a postdoc researcher at MIT. 
For you to get a chance to get a free book, post your favorite podcast episode of the Vulnerable Scientist podcast on any social media account and tag the Vulnerable Scientist social media account with the hashtag the Vulnerable Scientist book giveaway. You can now pre-order the book on Amazon or as an ebook on Kindle Cobol Dalia ETC. You can get more information on this book on www.gladischepkirui.com/books.